Everybody that's called Hanhorn. It's Benjamin Wednesday. This is Jerry, co driver of the Jeff Monster Truck. This is David Smith with King Crunch. Hey, this is Darren Basil. Hey, this is Mark Street, the driver of the Devastator Monster Truck. Gary Shunt Jr. Hey, this is Barry Mustala, and you're listening to AllMonster.com Beyond the Land. A picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes a bigger stories not always told. We are a program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. Hello, welcome to another exciting edition of AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. This week I am joined by Chris Kalen out of the St. Louis, Missouri area, as well as another Missouri boy, Ed Hollywood Horman from O'Fallon, Missouri. And guys, we had another great weekend in Monster Trucks, a little bit uh, inactive in general, only three shows that we are aware of at the moment. But uh, we're going to talk about those. We're going to make this one short and sweet this week. We're going to start off with Monster Jam's event in Fresno, California. What do you have for us? All right, the one thing that I had saw from this event was the uh, controversialness in the Friday night show uh, with the Mark McDonald, the El Toro Loco machine. Uh, He thought that he won racing in the finals. Even in the review on MonsterJam.com, it goes the way that the the announcer thinks that it should have went to El Toro Loco for racing. They gave it to Gravedigger uh, and Chad Tangler. Uh, So Mark came out in freestyle, ended up doing a great freestyle, got a 21 and he thought he was shot off too early. He alluded to that in his interview. He apologized to the fans because he didn't get to put the show on that he wanted. But Saturday, he ended up getting to put on that show in freestyle. He did a nearly four-minute freestyle, wowing the crowd. Ended up winning freestyle with a 24. So uh, it, it was you know he went from controversy to winning. So it was good for Mark McDonald. Chris, you got anything? Uh, not a whole lot else to report there, Ed. Um, one thing that I did notice was the return of Jim Leonards, who's ran his own trucks out of the California region for a couple of years. Took a little bit of time off, but he was actually in the seat of Rick Swanson's Obsession Monster Truck for the weekend. And from the looks of it, it looks like he did a fairly good job. Yeah, good to see Jim back in the seat. Uh, last time I remember seeing him was in Sacramento way back in 2006. Uh, he was summoned after B. Winston had his injury to his knee in Monster Mutt, and uh, Lennox went right out there in uh, no fear whatsoever. He was also great in the pits, helping everybody out with uh, working on trucks, so that was good. And uh, to touch uh, and sort of reinforce the uh, McDonald point, uh, Mark is a very driven individual. I've had the chance to be around him at a lot of shows, and uh, you know, from his background, racing anything with an engine, uh, you know, just messing around in Oklahoma to uh, where he is now as the main driver of the El Toro Loco truck. Uh, it's good to see him have some, some fire in his belly. Um, he's always had that, and it's great to see him get a chance to do that in uh, in Fresno. I see big things for him now that he has a new chassis and, uh, you know, great overall experience for him there in the Fresno Fairgrounds after he got the uh, the controversy to start, ended up finishing strong. So congratulations to Mark as well as uh, Chad Tingler and Gravedigger who won three out of the four events on the weekend. The next event we're going to go to is in Ocala, Florida. Uh, the one thing that I really noticed from this event was the uh, team environment that the uh, Mantra Trucks Unlimited team with Stone Crusher and Mopar Magic had. Uh, fr- Saturday in the afternoon show at 2 o'clock, uh, Stone Crusher actually blew a motor. So what Steve Sims did was threw Morgan Kane and Mopar Magic in for the rest of the weekend. And and to me, that's a great thing 
Uh, Mopar wasn't booked for the weekend, and he just happened to bring the truck with him and had Mopar there. So uh, why not throw Morgan Kane in? I mean, you're not going to be able to drive with your truck, so get let's get Morgan Kane some more seat time. Uh, he had a great first quarter, so the, like we have t- preached about so much more on all the other podcasts, the more seat time, the better the person's going to get. So I thought that was a great thing to see from the Monster Trucks Unlimited team. Definitely a good point there. It was good to see... Morgan gets some more seat time, as you mentioned. And, uh, yeah, selfless there by Steve Sims. Uh, Sims is quickly becoming one of the top drivers in the sport behind the wheel of that Stone Crusher truck. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you'll see where if an engine breaks on a two-truck team, they uh, they either rob it out of the truck. You know, in this case, it would have been Mopar Magic's engine going into Stone Crusher. But uh, I, think, I think that's a case of a couple of things. Maybe parts didn't match up. And also, I think it's just uh, that's just the way Steve Sims is. Just you know, all for one, one for all. There's a reason that team has won the Team of the Year award at the Monster Jam Awards banquet, and uh, it's stuff like that. You know, they're always about pleasing the fans, and at the same time, they're so strong overall that hey, Mopar Magic Stone Crusher doesn't really matter. Let's get Steve. Let's get uh, Steve Sims a little relaxation while he watches Morgan Kane go out there and tear it up. So really cool there. Uh, what are, what's the rest of the Ocala story there, Chris? Well, Robbie, Ed, it was also good to see some of the other drivers that we don't really see a lot with some pretty good runs. Um, Aaron Basil's one of them in the Ninja Turtle. Uh, Bruce Haney with the Bad News Travels Fast. Uh, Morgan Kane also with uh, Mopar Magic, you know, getting the call after Steve unfortunately lost the uh, motor in Stone Crusher. You know, a lot of guys that we really didn't see had some pretty good runs, and uh, also um, the... um, Great runs of the weekend seem to have come from uh, Gravedigger, Pablo Huffaker, and John Seasock in the Advanced Auto Parts Grinder. Those taking away the majority of the wins, but also good to see Alex Blackwell getting the Friday Night Freestyle win as well. Yeah, Blackwell has been one of those drivers that he, he's found his home in Captain's Paris. I don't see him leaving that anytime soon unless for some reason Monster Jam decides to go in a different direction with, with truck identities. But uh, Blackwell has really put a lot of effort into you know, playing the part. Uh, he has his little treasure chest at uh, pretty much every pit party that I've seen, you know, and uh, he's just very passionate about the fans, very passionate about driving hard and, uh, you know, working at the dungeon. Uh, you know, he's around the sport all the time, has uh, has gone from a kid dreaming to a kid living the dream. So very cool to see that. And, uh, you know, the other story that, that you touched on a little bit that I wanted to add to was uh, John Seasock and the Grinder. Um he did not get a chance to do anything more than just encore and uh, do the donuts for diabetes at the World Finals. Uh, you know, out of that three-truck grinder team, it seems like he's carrying the flag, if you will, uh, at the first part of this second quarter of the summer season. Um, you know, Frank Kermel's going to get his turn here soon in uh, the Quad Cities in Moline, Illinois, in a couple weeks. But uh, for now, John Seasock has put on some impressive performances. It's nice to see him get out there and uh, get to run the way he wants to after many years of running sudden impact on an independent budget. So nice to see nice Seasock doing well. Good to see him get a chance to uh, run hard and uh, you know take some victories. Always good to see that. Now we're going to change uh, change courses here, and we're going to go to CFP. They had their their finals, 
in Pocatello, Idaho. First, the big congratulations from everybody at All Monster to Devin Jones for winning the 2011 Monster Truck Winter Nationals from the CFP Group. Uh, big congratulations to him. It's awesome to see him uh, get that championship over the likes of uh, Larry Swimming, the bad boy Bigfoot, and Bill Payne and the uh, Rockstar Machine. Uh, the things for me that I saw from this event were the late editions of Bounty Hunter and Iron Outlaw, which was really cool, uh, expanded the field that much more. Um, the one thing that I have definitely noticed was it seemed like there might have been a timing issue with the show, uh, and that everyone wasn't the freestyles towards the end were kind of thrown together. Uh, I've seen some video of three people doing freestyles together. Um, read some reviews of, of that same thing. Uh, it seemed like the show ran long. Uh, stuff like that, which is kind of a bad thing. But um, all in all, it seemed like it was a good event, minus those little problems. The three freestyles at a time is something that I don't like at all. I think it is uh, a little reckless and could be um, a really dangerous to the drivers and everyone else. I think it puts everyone in a tight, tight spot. Well, I think that uh, you need to have your, your crew. I think you need to have your drivers. I think you have, need to have anybody that's that's uh, on the floor while trucks are running get off the floor. It's that simple. Um, we, are, we are reaching a point where I don't even want to think about what would have happened uh, if people were in the way of that tire. Um, but that was a safety issue there. Um, I can't sugarcoat it any. Just bottom line, I know that the wheel tethers are supposed to hold the wheels on, but uh, you know that's not an excuse to not have a driver's section roped off up in the stands. And uh, you know some people still do it the uh, old school way, but I'm a fan of the way that you know things are conducted on other promoters as far as safety you know that's that's an accident waiting to happen and i don't want to see that again in the sport um definitely have to agree with robbie um on a on a defined driver section guys this isn't the 80s or the 90s we've progressed safety much much more and thank god you know no one was around or was able to get out of the way when that uh when that tire came because that tire weighs about 800 pounds, um, and the only thing that's going to stop a monster truck tire that breaks away is something bigger and heavier than it is. And the last time I checked, a lot of these monster truck drivers don't weigh 800 pounds. Um, also, the uh, show flow, you know, it seemed like, um, like uh, you know, CFP wanted to try something new with the, uh, with the format for how the championship would be decided. Um, from looking at it, I'm not really understanding it. Um, I didn't like the whole idea of putting your championship championship trucks on a pedestal and having them run their own racing and freestyle bracket and then have a separate bracket for everyone else. Um, really, really uh, hurt the show flow. Um, from what I've read online, I'll, there are more than a couple of people who weren't really happy with how the um, with how the show flow went. And uh, also, uh, definitely, we need to, again, look at the safety aspect. Um, you know, I've, I'm not going to say Ed doesn't produce safe shows because I have been to uh, several CFP shows, and safety has been of the utmost importance. But you have to always think what could happen and not what will happen. Very true. Might sound like we're promoter bashing. That's not our game. But, uh, you know, the, the thing that, that just stands out to me is uh, I think that there needs to be a little more direction as far as the, the finals go, uh, for, for all promoters, really. Um, you know, if, if something is marketed as a point series, that's fine. Uh, if it's not, that's also fine. Uh, that's up to the promoters. They can do whatever they want. 
and uh, they can do a good job with that, you know. But uh, either way, uh, I don't like the idea that this is, well, it's sort of a championship, but it's kind of not. Uh, that's not to take away from any of the people that were at the, promos- the promotion, uh, you know, for CFP this year. That's not to take away from any of the people that were uh, not a part of that. It's it's just a matter of, of the, uh, you know, I, I think Devin Jones is a great driver. I congratulate him on this championship. Um, I don't know that he actually ran the most events or ran enough events to, to earn what we call that. I think he got an event victory there. And, uh, you know, he deserved it. That's great. Devin is a great driver, very underrated, one of the most underrated guys in the sport, and he needs a full first quarter schedule and uh, needs, a, needs the biggest stage possible. Because I'm here to tell you, in San Antonio, he had a couple fantastic freestyles. He can run the heck out of the truck on a limited budget, home-built deal. And, uh, you know, much respect to Devin Jones for coming in there and getting the job done. It's just a shame that there was sort of uh, a few different directions that the show was taking. And, uh, you know, I, I have confidence that, that CFP will get that straightened out. Uh, I think for now, though, there needs to be uh, – a little bit of discussion as far as what to do for next year. I agree with you, Robbie, a hundred percent. You know, I want to reiterate your point. We're not bashing here. We're just trying to, uh, you know, promote safety, uh, get safety, more safety in this industry. We don't want to see anybody hurt. Um, we're not bashing anything like that. So, you know, I agree with Robbie and Chris. Chris's point too. I really like the point where it seemed like all the drivers. Some of the drivers were racing, you know, for the championship. They were put on a pedestal, and and to me, that's just not fair to the other drivers there. Definitely. Now, we wanted to offer you a preview of what's to come here with the uh, with the second quarter. We mentioned this last week, and uh, as we did mention, uh, the Ritu Motorsports dot com website is up. Be sure to check that out. Zane and the crew have a lot of things going on with the uh, with the Stinger truck as well as the uh the promotion that they're running so be sure to check out retumotorsports.com that's r-e-t-t-e-w motorsports.com as well allmonster.com clients backdraft and equalizer both will have updates made to their schedule and uh be sure to check out where they're going to be for the second quarter things are starting to fill up in a couple weeks we have the event in Illinois, Moline that we mentioned earlier, allmonster.com, Client Incinerator will be there as well. Be sure to go in there if you're in the Illinois area. And that's your on Ryan Rice. He wanted me to mention that on the show. So got a lot of things going on here. Uh, It's never a uh, dull week in monster trucks, but we will be having a roundtable discussion next week on Beyond the Lens. So be sure to check that out. Guys? And that's it for another exciting edition of AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. Uh, on behalf of myself, Robbie Haught, and Chris Kalen, tune in next week. Also, please like us on Facebook. Go up to that search bar. Type in AllMonster.com on track. Like us there. Also go on Twitter. We are www.twitter.com backslash theallmonster. <laughs>